holiness of God, and he's requiring holiness from us. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Praise God. We've taught on that, that holiness is God's agenda. We've talked about this week, in our midweek, Isaiah 35, the highway called holiness, the pathway of God. Thank you, Lord. That's what God is calling us to. He never called us from it. But sometimes we walk away from it. We backslide a bit. But it's time for us now more than ever to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. We saw something on this week that many of us never seen happen before. And many are troubled and many are perplexed and hurt and Many are struggling with what's going to happen and what's happening and all of the, the pressure and the friction that is on, going on amongst people, so divided. Our nation is divided. If you look at the election results, I don't care who you voted for or what you think, there's somebody that looked like you or doesn't look like you that has a different opinion. And everybody's going to lose if we turn our backs from the order of God. It's not what I think. It's not what you think. It's what he thinks. I'm talking about the Lord. It's what he said. It's not what we say. Not what we want. But we need to seek what God wants. He said it that we are to be kingdom seekers. We are to pursue his plan and agenda. Matthew 6 and 33 says, seek ye first. Come on, we're talking about priorities now. The kingdom of God. He didn't say seek the kingdom of man. He didn't say seek the kingdom of yourself. He says, seek my kingdom. And he says, what? My righteousness and really, we're talking about holiness. The right standing in a right relationship with God. We need a right relationship with God. And we've already heard it declared this morning. I, I want y'all to know that me and my wife, a lot of times we don't get together and talk about what I'm going to talk about. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to preach about. Y'all not saying nothing. And the Lord changed my whole message back there. That's why I was a little late coming out. I didn't worry about four messages. I don't know. Uh, between yesterday and today, praise the Lord. But the one I left the office with was 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 25 through 33. Praise the Lord. And I said, Lord, this don't make sense. But then I came out here, and I was listening to the worship, and then the exhortation that came after it. And it just solidified itself in me that God is calling us back. He's calling me back. He's calling you back to his place of true worship. And there wouldn't be a need for him to call us back to something if we hadn't left it. But we leave the order of God. And it's easy to do it. You don't have to go to the club. You ain't got to go to the liquor store. Y'all not saying nothing. 
listen, it's just a mindset. Amen. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And we got to pray and ask God. The old saints used to say, Lord, touch my mind. Lord, heal my mind. And I used to wonder what they're talking about. Is somebody going crazy? But no, Lord, help me to keep my thoughts and my actions and my attitude in context and in cadence with what your words say do. Because it's so easy to get off track. And God is calling you back. He's calling us back to, I like the songwriter said, he said, to a heart of worship, to this place of worship where it's all about him. And see, we live in a world where it's, it's fixed, where it's all about you. Y'all not saying nothing. Burger King made it right. They say, have it your way. I don't like Burger King, praise God. Amen. But that concept, amen, is prevalent in everything we say and everything we do because everything is tailored and catered to personal preference and personal disposition. You can find anything you want. You can go to church this morning and you can find a word and a message that fits what you think and how you want to live. But listen, that ain't the Bible. Listen, something is not right. Listen, God is not in conflict with himself. He have a word and he has an order and he has called us to his place of worship. Now, let me read the Bible this morning. because I don't want y'all to think it's me saying it. I want to read first Leviticus 20, verse 7 and 8. And our main text is in 1 Kings, but I want to reveal, re read also Leviticus 20, just two verses there, 7 and 8. The New Living Translation says, so set yourselves apart. Somebody say, you got to do it for yourself. Listen, you can't fix nobody. You can't change nobody. God calls men and women. He says no man can come to the God unless he draw him. Listen, so set yourself apart to be holy. Thank you. For I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of God. And keep. Somebody say keep. We got to keep. That means to hold on to. Don't let go. Take possession of all my decrees, putting them into practice. He didn't say just keep my word and rehearse it, but he says put it into production. He says I don't want you just to speak it, just to read it, but I want you to live it. I want you to do it. For I am the Lord who makes you holy. Holiness is not possible absent of God's way and of God's order. Holiness is not possible by our pattern and picture of what we believe to be right. We cannot do it without coming under the order and the covering of God. Jer and when we go to 1 Kings chapter 12, we can't give it all to you today, but I just want to dissect a bit of this. We look at one of the kings of the people of God, Jeroboam. Jeroboam, we, we read something about his life and something about his leadership that causes the people of God to walk away and to deviate from his plan, from the place that he sanctioned for worship to take place. 
Jeroboam in 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 25, it says, Jeroboam been built up the city of Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and it became his capital. It wasn't God's capital. It was his capital. Later, he went up and built up the town of Peniel. And we know that word Peniel has to do with the face of God a place where God appeared to his people at a particular time. Jeroboam thought to himself, this is what many of us do. Verse 26, 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 26. Jeroboam thought to himself, unless I'm careful, the kingdom will return to the dynasty of David. But when these people go to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices at the temple of the Lord, they will again give their allegiance to King Rehoboam, Rehoboam of Judah. They will kill me and make him their king instead. Jobram was in fear of losing his influence. He was in fear of losing his allegiance and his followers. And so he decided, let me fix this in a way that is what I think will be best. So on the advice of his counselors, not only was it his thought and his agenda, but there were some folk around him that was giving him wrong information. So on the advice of his counselors, the king made, he didn't just make one gold calf, he made two. And he said to the people, it's too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. Come on, this is a key verse this morning. And see, this is what had happened to us. We say, it don't take all of that. We don't have to do all of that. I know what they used to do when we was going up. I know what the old saints used to say, but we don't need to do that no more. Let's fix it in a way that is convenient. Let's, let's change things in a way that makes people feel better, that makes it easier. Listen, God doesn't call us to an easy way. He doesn't call us to take shortcuts. He calls us to walk in full obedience to what his words say. And Jeroboam said to the people, it's too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. Look, Israel, these are the gods who brought you out of Egypt. Listen, he made something for himself. And then he set it up in a place that was easier for them to get to. Y'all not listening to me this morning. If we keep reading in verse 29, he says he placed these calf idols in Bethel and Dan. And at the either end of his kingdom, listen, he says, let me put things in a place where it will be easier for people to get to. So they can take this shortcut instead of going to Jerusalem to worship, instead of going to the place that God has sanctioned and set apart to be holy, I will place some alternatives. Listen, that's what the enemy is doing to us. He gives us alternatives that we can make these choices to say, well, I'm a Christian and I love God, but I'll have it my way. And, and if, even if I don't get what I need over here, I can go over there because it's quicker, it's easier. Listen, they'll let me do what I want to do. Don't nobody, say nothing to, don't nobody say nothing to me. I live how I want to live. Listen, I can treat people and act the way I want to act. And it looks like I'm spiritual. Listen, it looks like I'm, I love God. It looks like I'm serving God. Listen, the devil don't care 
amen, about you. He don't care who you are. Listen, he, he's, can't, he's cunning. He uses deceit. He uses the twisting of the truth. And that's what draws us away from God. My God today. So on the vice of his counselors, the king made two gold calves, said to the people, it's too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. It's too much trouble for you to go to church. Listen, it's too much trouble, amen, for you to go to the Bible study. It's too much trouble for you to get up and go to the prayer. Y'all not listening to me. It's too much trouble to tithe. Y'all want to talk to me this morning. Listen, it's too much trouble, amen, to have a pastor. Listen, they ain't not about nothing. It's too much trouble to be accountable. It's too much trouble to be faithful. Listen, it's too much trouble to drive over there. Do it over here. Listen, God have called a place for himself. And it's not always what we are thinking about in terms of a physical location. But it always has to do with the condition of our heart. Because if you really get God on inside of you, and when you really love him, you won't let things hinder and stop you from getting to the place where you want to receive the blessing that you know in the place that he has called for you to be. Listen, you don't have to trick and to pull nobody into something when they really want something from the Lord. It's not too much trouble, amen, when I need to hear from God for me to drive. Listen, I don't live around here yet. I'm about 40 minutes away, amen, but I want to get to the house of God. It would be a lot easier for me to set up my camera at home and preach to you from my living room. Listen, to get up, amen. You don't know if I got pants on or not. Y'all seen that commercial? I'm being funny this morning, amen, but we've got a a lot of things that are convenient but listen we need to get into a place where we are in the covenant and the place in the pattern that God has set for us my God we live in a world in a nation that caters to our preferences but listen God is never going to change his word because we've got an iPad or an iPhone listen God not going to change his word because we've got of different type of technology. Listen, God's word, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. My Lord today, listen, he says it's too much trouble for you to worship in Jerusalem. It's too much trouble for me to be a part of something that God has set. I'll find an alternative. Look, these are the gods who brought you out of Egypt. He placed these calf idols in Bethel and Dan at either end of his kingdom. But this became, listen, the consequence. It became a great sin for the people worshiped idols. Y'all not listening? Listen, and this is what we've done. Listen, instead of worshiping the creator, we worship the things that have been created by man. Listen, we give our time and our energy and our attention. Listen, if your job call you back to the office, I don't care how good your internet connection is. If you want to keep your job, you're going to get yourself back down there to the office. Y'all not saying nothing this morning. Listen, listen, we've got to be fully committed to the work of God, to the word of God, to the worship of God. We've got to stop making excuses because of what is easy, what's comfortable, what's convenient. Listen, we've got to give up our idols. The things that we have manufactured in our mind, Jeroboam thought to himself. And that's why we got to say, Lord, touch my mind. Lord, help my mind. Because I thought to myself, 
it's better if I just do it over here. You've got to listen. It's a lot of mature folk that they say mature in God. They don't go to church nowhere. Listen, the devil will make a fool out of you. Listen, I don't care where you've been, where you go. You need to find yourself in the house of God. You need to be faithful. You need to be com committed and accountable in a place where God has called you to be. God is calling us back to his place of true worship, of true prayer, of true praise. Y'all listening to me? He's calling us. He said, gather my saints together. Y'all not listening? Those who have made a covenant of sacrifice to me. He said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Listen, I know we're in some places where we have a pandemic that is raging, but it haven't shut down the Walmart, haven't shut down Target. Y'all not listening? It ain't shut down Best Buy, haven't shut down the grocery store. But listen, how come we've shut down the house of God? You say it's a place where people are gathering. You're gathering in the mall. Listen, you can gather in some sports venues, but listen, we find ourselves making this excuse, oh, I'm going to get sick. There's a virus. Somebody going to give it to me. Listen, we need to be careful, so careful that we don't allow the enemy to trick us and to turn us away from the order and the work of God. Because now more than ever, it's time for us to press our way. Amen. It's time for us. I don't care how far you got to drive. I don't care how much gas costs. Listen, I don't care what they say, how contagious this new strain is. I just believe that God, amen, has a will. He has a way. He has a place for us. He knows how to protect us. He knows how to watch over us. He knows how to give us wisdom to do things in a way, not where we dishonor him, but we pivot. We've changed up what we're doing in here to make people comfortable to know you don't have to sit on top of each other. There's a place for you. And listen, God has calling you back to his place of true worship. Listen, he's calling you back to the place of faithfulness in the work of God. You listen, you let what Jerobram have thought to himself. Listen, somebody told you, listen, Jerobram had some counselors, and this is what gets many of us in trouble. We're listening to folk we shouldn't be listening to. We're talking to folk that's got an alternative agenda. But listen, it's time for us to hear the word of the Lord. Listen, somebody told you they're not about nothing. Somebody told you the preacher ain't right. But listen, you need to stop listening to everybody. It's time for us to hear the voice of God. Listen, God is not going to ask us what our girlfriend told us. He's going to ask us what what he say he gonna ask us that we do what he say do that we work that we do the assignment that we worship him in the place that he has set for himself he said in Deuteronomy 16 and 16 he said every year every man in Israel must celebrate these three festivals the festival of unleavened bread the festival of harvest the festival of shelters on each of these occasions all men must appear before the Lord your God in the place he chooses somebody say God chose it listen some God said it listen what did God choose what did God say what did God sanction what did God set apart for us they must not appear for the Lord empty-handed look at that listen not only when we come and when God calls us back to the place of true worship, but we shouldn't come empty-handed. We ought to bring the best that we have. We ought to bring our energy and our time, our effort, our gifts, and our talents to the work of God, to the worship of God. Listen, we spend all week 
giving our energy, giving all of our effort to man. But when we get to the house of God, y'all ever seen something like that? I'm not talking to you. But all of a sudden, folk act like they can't read, they can't sing, they can't hear, they don't know what to do. But listen, how is it that the thing that is most important, which is our relationship with the Lord, is the thing sometimes that we put on the back burner and we make excuses for? But when man tells us to do something that ain't right, we will jump over hula hoops to get there. But I'm here to tell you today, God have a method. I want to preach to y'all this morning. Let me be prophetic. Instead of investing sometimes our resources in the thing of God, we're listening and we're looking for what is a golden calf. Some of y'all invested in some of these false, fake money schemes. Bitcoin, y'all not listening. There's a crash getting ready to come. And some of us got our resources tied up and stuff, and we haven't put our resources into the work of God. And listen, we're going to be looking real foolish, amen, because we haven't been obedient. He said, the place I have chosen. I wish I had some help this morning. Listen, I'm not trying to be legalistic, but I'm talking about the word of God. I'm talking about holiness. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. He said, there's a place that I've chosen for myself. But Jeroboam, in verse 31, he erected buildings at the pagan shrines. And then this is what he did. And this is what we've done in the body of Christ. He ordained priests from the common people. Listen, we done labeled everybody an evangelist and a prophet and apostle and a bishop. Listen, we, we have taken the sacred thing of God and we have diminished it because we want to please people. And we have not really found ourselves consecrated in a way that's right before God. And look what happens when we turn away from the place that God have called us to true worship. Oh, my God. He doesn't want us to compromise our commitment. He doesn't want us to deviate from his order. But Jerem, he says, I'll build my own building. Listen, this is what happens. I'll start my own church. I'll start my own fellowship. Listen, I'll, I'll get my own ordination certificate. Y'all not listening to me. Listen, instead of being accountable to the thing that God have called me to, I'll do it my way instead of doing it his way. And don't be deceived and tricked because there are many institutions that men have built. And there were some godly men and women who built it, but they're no longer what they used to be. Y'all not listening to me. And some of us, we are so allegiant and tied to a thing, a golden calf. Y'all listening to me? It's become a golden calf. Instead of worshiping him, we're worshiping her. We're worshiping it. We're worshiping people. Listen, we are honoring people. Listen, I, I was in a time where we would stop a whole service when the preacher come in late and everybody stand up. Listen, God is tired of that stuff. Listen, it's time for us to honor him in the place of worship that he have called us to. Yes, and we're afraid of what man going to say, what man going to do. We're trying to do what man wants, but you will never please people. Y'all listening to me? You will never be up to the standard that people want you to be. So that's why we need to find ourselves and our place in God and cleave to his purpose, cleave to his plan. Thank you, Holy Ghost. God wants our commitment. He wants our actions to line up with this word no matter what it costs us in time in energy, in resources, in effort. Give God your everything. They built a golden calf. 
and they couldn't learn the lesson from the past. This is what happened. There's nothing new under the sun. Listen, the, in Exodus chapter 32, the people built the golden calf when the leader went away. And listen, when we lose godly leadership, that's when we in trouble. Y'all not listen to me. When we lose godly leadership, when we get away from godly principles, we in trouble. And that's what's in trouble with our world now. We have ordained everybody. That's what's common. Instead of keeping it sacred, we, we doing what everybody else do. Like everybody else do it. And we don't want to preach it no more because people don't want to hear it. But he said, be holy. My God. These calves, they built, the leader built it. And that's what oftentimes we get misdirected when we get under the wrong authority. That's why we all ought to strive to be under the authority of the risen Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We won't be misdirected. He's called us to his place of true worship. These calves symbolize fertility and strength. And that's what happens sometimes in our own life. We, we have idolized things and we idolize places. And we, we partnership with people and organizations that are there to strengthen our network. I was, in a, I was called and invited to something not too long ago. It was a, a, a secret meeting, if you want to call it that. And, and you want to know it was downtown and you name it. Who was in there? Who's who was in there? Talking about politicians and business people. And, and then, you know, it wasn't necessarily evil or wrong what they were doing, but it was something that was going to take my time and attention away from the work of God. All of a sudden, you got to pay all of these dues. And then before you know it, you trying to figure out whether you're going to pay your tithes or not. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Let me preach today. We have given our time and allegiance and attention to stuff. Sometimes it's not something to demonize, but is it what God, is it the place that he has chosen for you to be? Is it the thing that he has called you to do? Listen, it's comfortable, it's convenient. Oh, it's there. Oh, God, to expand my network. But listen, I want you to know there's a system that God has. Listen, your name might not be on the roll over here, over there, but it's your name and it's your record on high. Thank you, Lord. We read in Revelation, John said he saw a book. He saw a scroll. And in the name of it were those whose names had been written. Thank you, Jesus. It's your record on high today. Listen, some of us, we got our name on this. We got our name on that. We've got our name. You know, this the society thing. Oh, God, you've got to be in this, and you can see your level of giving. Amen. The world will publish it. We don't publish in the church what people give. But in the world, they publish what is given because it's a sign of status. It's a sign of prominence. But listen, God is looking at what you do when don't nobody else see it. Thank you, Lord. There's a lot of good things. There's a lot of things that we can involve ourselves into. But it's time for us to get about the kingdom. Listen, it's the kingdom that's going to transform lives. We want the institutions of man to do it. But listen, they can't do it absent of the work of God, the word of God. 
the holiness of God. We want the school system to teach our children how to be men and women of honor. But listen, it takes place here in the house of God. We want them to teach them morals and principles. But listen, we need to do it here in the house of God. We're trying to get the information that we need. We're trying to get, oh God, the prominence we need from the wrong places, the wrong people. And we neglect God's work. And then it, it suffers. It suffers because people have walked away from the path that he had chosen. Because we have built something in Bethel. And when we spiritualize Bethel, we say, well, God appeared to Jacob at Bethel. And he say, well, Dan is a place. But listen, is it the place that God chose for his people to worship? Is it the place that he sanctified perpetually? That's why if you look at biblical prophecy and you look at world conflict, Jerusalem even now is a place of conflict because there are many nations and many religions that have claimed that is their place of worship. But listen, God says this is the place that I've chosen for myself. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. They built a golden calf. Bethel was 10 miles north of Jerusalem. It was easier for the people that lived up there to get there. Y'all not saying nothing. The people from the north, instead of traveling all the way on the path to Jerusalem, they worshiped at the place where Jeroboam set up a golden calf. My God. Bethel's religion centered on idol worship. That region became wicked. This Dan, the northernmost city in Israel, people, they liked it because it was convenient location to worship versus going to the place God sanctified for them. My God. Psalm 50 and 5 says, bring my faithful people. The Lord wants to know, and he's calling us to be faithful those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices, sometimes we have to give up a lot. But listen, we're never giving up anything when we gain God. God is calling you back to his place of true worship. The Lord sanctifies us. The kingdom of God, the church, this institution created for his purpose. The kingdom of God has an order and agenda for we are to live and to function under. But we have to come to him. In the place that he chooses, not in the place that we've made, not in the place that man has manufactured for us. We must separate ourselves from what the world does around us that's not acceptable to God. There was a reason why God said, this place is the place I've chosen. Listen, our desire should be to be more pleasing to God, not worry about the rejection that comes when we walk away from something that's no longer a part of who we are. Once we mature in our understanding of God and what calls us to do and be, we will go out of our way. We will do things that others may say is not necessary. You don't need to do all of that. And the enemy wants you to think you have to be a part of a thing that man has created in order to win and be accepted. We fear being rejected. But what matters the most? Your walk with God or your acceptance by others. Get back into the place 
that God have called you of true worship. It's time for us to get back to the house of God. I don't care what statistic they put on the news. It's time for us to seek God. And, and sometimes it's good when we have our prayer closet at home. I, I thank the Lord for that period of time, able to work from home and all of this. But I, I miss being amidst the saints, the people of God. I find joy coming here, seeing you, worshiping God with you. Praise God. Let's be committed in 2021. Let's get rid of the hindrances and distractions. Let's remove the golden calves out of our lives. We don't have time. We've sent our resources to a thing that's not a part of the divine order or the purpose of God. We don't have anything less to give because we've given our time and we're spent somewhere else. We don't have time for family. We don't have time for worship. Don't you know everything in this life is there to pull us away from the things that are most important. Those are the things that often get neglected. We don't have time because the world's offering is more appealing to us. We've got to have a kingdom mindset and set our heart right before him so that our appetite, our desire for the things of the spirit don't become a burden. Our broken, we're no longer, we are hungering, are thirsting for the place that God have chosen. But he just has a small piece of us. Everything else is more important to him. God becomes third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, until he becomes not God at all. Y'all not listening. God is calling us back to his place of true worship. Praise God. Jeroboam instituted a religious festival in Bethel. He held it on the 15th day of the eighth month in imitation of the annual festival of shelters. And that's what has happened. We have traded our true devotion to imitations, to things that aren't genuine. God is calling us back to what's true, what honors him. It's time for you to get rid of the imitation. It's not about the form, and, and that's what happened. We have manufactured things that look right. They feel right, but they're not right. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the, strength of the ways of death. So many folk are so worried about getting the coronavirus and dying. Do not realize that you dying spiritually because you haven't been in the house of God. You haven't been in the worship of God, and you can't do it by yourself. Listen, that's what the golden calf is. When you start doing it by yourself, it was something Jeroboam made. He thought to himself, my God, this was not a message to jump and shout. This is a message of repentance of consecration because this is the time of repentance and consecration. God is calling us back to his place of true worship. If you look, there are so many folk that are misdirected. It's, and it's like they read the same Bible we read, but they have a different upper interpretation and understanding. Why? Because we've left the holiness of God.
saying, listen, the Bible is right, but somebody's wrong. There's a way that seems right unto man. God is calling you back to his place of true worship. I don't care who left it. I don't care who, who you thought had it and it didn't have it. The Lord not going to ask you about what somebody else did. You're going to have to get accountable to God for your own soul. Thank you, Lord, for your own work, for your own ministry, for your own faithfulness. My God. Jeroboam, God raised him up. But lots of times, God raises us up. But the higher we go, and if we get away from him, the, the harder we're going to fall. And this is what's wrong with our nation. We've gotten away from the order of God. And we're in trouble because this is what happened to the people of God. If we read, they became divided and they were weakened and then they were subject to attack. And they went into bondage and captivity. We saw this week the, the gates and the doors were breached of a place that many people have turned their focus on and worship. I heard somebody say on television, this is our temple. It ain't my temple. Y'all not saying nothing. Thank God for our country. Thank God for our politicians. Thank God for those who work to keep our democracy going. But don't you know that the kingdom of God is not a democracy? It's a theocracy. And that means God's in charge. And so as long as man is in charge, we're going to see what we saw the other day. It's time for us to get back to his place of true worship. And see, this is what many of us confused by. It's not about who's sitting in a seat and in an office. Because if we have taken our attention off of the true place of worship, we would understand that God is on the throne. Jesus, he's Lord. He's the king of the kingdom. When our citizenship have changed, when we give our life to Jesus, God is calling you back to his place of true worship. Lord, we thank you today for your word. We thank you today for this clarion call to help us to return to the place that you have chosen. The pattern, the pathway you've set. The place of peace and prosperity. That spiritual Jerusalem. Lord, we look at our world. We look at the things that man have created and that we manufactured. We've made shortcuts. We've taken deviations. We don't do what we used to do like we used to do it. Because somebody else told us that it was all right. But Lord, help us to cleave under what your words say do. Help us to live like your words say live. Forgive us, oh God, of the golden cast we've created, the shortcuts we've taken, the compromise, the commitment that we've lacked, the disobedience that we've walked in. Call us back. Bring us back to your place of true worship, which is a place of truth. It's a place of righteousness. 
It's a place of love. It's a place of joy. The covenant, the contract you made with us, it's there to bless us, to help us, Lord. There are places we've rejected God. We've rejected your order and your structure, and we've traded it for cheap imitations. But this day, God, we recommit and we dedicate ourselves back to the truth of your word. And, Lord, we want you to help us to change our way of thinking because Jehovah thought to himself, and on the vice of counselors, he made two golden calves. And then he said to the people and enticed them further, it's too much trouble. And, Lord, there's some things that we've said within ourselves, it's too much trouble. Lord, I used to do it, but I'm not going to do it like that no more. Lord, I used to serve you. I used to work for you. Lord, I used to get up and pray in the morning. Lord, I used to read my Bible. Lord, I used to go to church. I used to do this. I used to be on the usher board. I used to sing in the choir. I used to serve in the community. I used to give my time and my energy and my resources, but I don't do it anymore because man has said, you don't have to do all of that. It's too much trouble. But Lord, forgive me of the golden calf I've worshipped. Forgive me of the imitation that I have accepted, and then I've lost the place that you instituted for you, for your people. Lord, this great sin, this deviation, we want you to help us. We want you to heal us. We want you to bring us back. The worship centers we've created, the authority and the influence we've had. Lord, the substitute religion that has not a lot in common with your true holiness and the true character of God. We want to get back to you. We need you to help us. Oh, God. You see things are falling apart. They're unraveling before us, Lord. Mothers against fathers, fathers against sons, brothers against brothers. But, Lord, help us to travel the road that you set in front of us to get to the place of Jerusalem, the place that you're calling us back to. I want to pray today, if you're not saved, if you've turned your back on God, if you've grown cold, if you have set up a place for yourself, the Lord says, I'm calling you back to my house. I'm calling you back to my work. I'm calling you back to a place of truth. Hallelujah. You know what's right. Hallelujah. You know what's right, but you allowed how you feel and what you think and who hurt you or who put a hurdle in front of you to draw you away. From the place that God called you, it's time for you to come back, my, 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 to the place of true worship. God is calling his people back. He's calling us back. He's calling us back. He's calling us back. He's calling us back. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Y'all know that song. I don't know if we know it. Praise your name, God. Praise your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, that's all right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Help us, God. Oh, God, dear Lord, to a place where I, I want to go back to you, Lord. Oh, take me back, me back, dear Lord, where I first believed. Come on, God, you're calling us back. Oh, take me back. Hallelujah. Oh, draw us nearer, God. The place that you've chosen. Yeah, do it now. Do it now, God. Forgive us now, God. Heal us now, God. Deliver us now, God. In the name of Jesus. Dear Lord, where I first believe. Come on, there's a verse in that that ministers to us. It says, sometimes I feel so far from you, Lord. But yet I hear you calling me. Oh, those simple things that I once knew, the memories that draw in me. So, Lord, I want you to re renew my strength, restore my joy, and then I want you to wipe my very weeping eyes. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. You're calling us back. You're calling us back. And while there's yet still time, help us to work our way back to the place of true worship. Help us to work our way back to the house of the Lord. No matter what it costs, no matter what we have to give up, no matter what, we have to stop. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, we thank you for doing it, renewing us down on the inside. Take us back in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I want to pray specifically. Amen. There's someone listening to me. You have grown cold. You've walked away from what you know to be right. But the Lord said, it's time for you to get back. Hallelujah. You've allowed the enemy to speak to you, to deceive you, to distract you, and he's slowly destroying you and diminishing the fire that was on the inside. And the Lord says today, I'm calling you back into the fold. Hallelujah. Come while there's yet still time. Thank you, Lord. Don't Wait until it's too late. Don't wait until a crisis. It's time for you to get back to the house of God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> get back to the worship of the Lord. You can't do it by yourself. 
I know there's sometimes medically we can't come and we can't do, but some of us don't have no excuse. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help me praise the Lord. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going where living waters flow. I can hear my Savior calling. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus and I must go. Yes, I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going where living water flow. I can hear my Savior calling. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I must go. Yes, I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back. Oh, I'm going where living water flow. Oh, I can hear my Savior calling. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I must go. Yes, I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going where living water flow. Oh, I can hear my Savior calling. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I must go. Yes, I'm going back to Jesus. I'm going back. Going where living water slope. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I must go. Come on, I'm going back to the place of true worship. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes, my heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I must go. Oh, I'm going back to Jesus. Can hear my Savior calling. Repentance is a falling. My heart turned back to Jesus. Yes, I 